Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your angel medium, Julie Jancis, and today we're sharing your angel stories. Why do our angels and loved ones above show us signs? Yes, they want us to know they're okay and at peace, but deeper than that, they want us to connect with them so that they can help us more from the other side. Friends, it all begins with your intuition, vibration, and experiencing oneness. Your intuition is your soul's voice. It's also how your loved ones talk to you from heaven. In this podcast, we teach you how to turn up the volume on your intuition so that you can hear their loving messages more clearly. We also teach you how to raise your vibration and feel your oneness with all that is. Friends, you are here to love, give love, receive love, be love, radiate love. And because your soul is love, all you really ever have to do is just be. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am here with Mary again. And you know, she and I were talking And I had this visual come to me that I see a lot from spirit of just life. And I often see them relate life to the story of Hansel and Gretel, where you just have these little breadcrumb trails, right? One little (laughs) nugget after another. And Mary and I were talking in the last episode about how that's what spirit's signs really are, right? Is this little breadcrumb trail leading you forward, guiding you forward. And so Mary, I'm so glad that you're back today. Thank you, Julie. It's so great to be back with you. Yay! (laughs) You had an amazing story before about the farmhouse and how that related to your daughter's birth and also um, the story of the balloon and your dream that you had. We'll share the podcast episode uh, down below if you want to check out Mary's other episode. But Mary, you have other angel stories and and signs that you want to share. So I'm going to let you take it away. Absolutely. I had a very recent uh, dream that involved my father. In this dream, I was going back to my hometown to go to a class reunion. So I got to a place where this class reunion was supposed to be taking place. And when I got there, I looked around and I did not recognize anybody. And so I inquired about the class reunion and found out that I had the wrong weekend. And I was like, I've come all this way I have the wrong weekend. How did I do that? And at that moment, I was like, I just want to go home. I, I just want to go home. And it's funny that I was thinking of home, but I was thinking of my childhood home. I wanted to go home. Now I got to the home that I grew up in and that I lived in for over 20 years um, before I moved out. So I only lived in one house the whole time I was growing up. You know, we didn't move from place to place. And that was my parents' house after I moved out. And if I drive by that house today, I still believe that it is my parents' house. It's my home. But it's not my home, and it hasn't been for a long time. But I got to our house, my home. I walked around to the back, went up onto the back porch, 
and just the screen door was open. And I could peek in to the left and I could see through the kitchen, the dining room, in the corner of the living room where my father's chair always sat. And I could see him in there. And for some reason, Julie, I could not open the door. I could not get into the house. And he did not hear me. And I was very frustrated. Like, I cannot get to him. And so I walked down the stairs and to the side of the house were these windows to the dining room. And I looked in the dining room windows and I could see my dad walking from the kitchen through the dining room back to his chair. And he, I still couldn't get his attention. Like it, it was like I was observing him, but he could not see me or I could not get to him or get his attention. But when I looked at him, I said to myself, even in the dream, I said to myself, dad looks really good. He was younger. He was walking really well, very spry. Like he looked so good, Julie. And it was around this time that I woke up from this dream. And it wasn't a long dream, but I was very sad. I woke up like I just wanted to be with him. I just, why couldn't I get to him? And I didn't understand it. Now, I didn't even have a chance to talk about this dream to all my kids. But usually when I have those tactile, real dreams, they mean something, right? But I didn't even get a chance to talk to everybody about it. A couple weeks later, I got a call from my youngest daughter. And it was probably 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening. She goes, Mom, you'll never guess what, what I just did. And I'm like, what? She goes, well, I got home, I put Mackenzie to bed, and a friend of mine gave me a notification that somebody was doing live readings on Facebook Live and sent me a link. And I'm not even on Facebook, so I don't even know what she's talking about, but maybe you do, you get it. She goes, so I went and you could put your name in as like a lottery to get picked to have a live reading. And she got picked. And they told her to prepare write down two people that you would like to, you know, have contact from. What are the two people? So she put down her grandfather and another person. And as she gets picked and she's having her reading done, she's repeating to me all these wonderful things about, and it really validated that it was my father, her grandfather, like telling him about, you know, his cowboy boots. And in the garage, he always had a beer tap in the garage and a quarter keg that would come. And that is true. In the garage, that was how we had that set up. Just all these validating things about him seeing her and her life. And as she's telling me this, Julie, now she doesn't know about my dream. And I'm feeling that sadness again. Like she's getting this beautiful message from you. And I couldn't even sit in the same room with you. I couldn't, I, you know, I know you were there. I know this was as real as it gets for me when I have these dreams and yet I couldn't get to you. So Courtney is telling me all these things and she gets to this one part. She goes, Oh, and the girl said to me, when was it that you saw him and you couldn't get to him? And Courtney said, um, I don't, I don't think that happened. I don't know. And she said, well, who was it that saw him and couldn't get to him? but saw him and really wanted to get to him. And Courtney goes, I don't know. And so she kind of moved on 
because Courtney could not validate what she was talking about or who this was. And I stopped in the middle. I'm like, Courtney, oh my gosh, I have chills. This has never happened to me before where I've had a validation this way. And I told her about my dream. I told her the whole dream. I said, that was me. I literally have said to myself, why couldn't I get to him? Why? And I said, because I didn't tell you the dream. She, she couldn't interpret his reason or what his message was exactly. But then she said, well, the other thing that this woman was telling me, she goes, mom, grandpa said that I come from a long line of strong women and that I need to be using my gifts. And my daughter's gifts is she is a true medium. She truly is a medium, Julie. She doesn't know how to control it or it gives her a headache when she does readings. You know what I mean? She doesn't know how to use her gift. But for my father to say that, and if you knew my father, he didn't talk like this when he was alive. But this was such a a message to her. And, and another thing he said was, and you're right where you're supposed to be. You're all right where you're supposed to be. So I realized that message was for me too. Because I come from a long line of strong women. And it runs right down. And yes, I do have gifts that I am not utilizing. And it's okay for me to use my gifts. It's a shame if I'm not using my gifts. And I realized that. And that was what he needed to, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I, I don't have to go back. I don't have to go live in the past. I don't have to find security in that house. Those memories are beautiful, but I don't have to feel like I ever have to retreat back because I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I am. And I, and I realized that was, that's what he was trying to show me when he didn't let me in and he didn't let me retreat back. Yeah. And it was, well, a isn't it message. funny? Isn't it funny that we started off the, the episode with that picture of Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's yeah. exactly how spirit works. I mean, they just plant this like, and they keep pushing you forward. They don't let you go back and resonate on. I should, I could, all of that. It's you're here. You're here now. And here's right. all of the beauty right in front of you. Um, I'm so excited for your daughter and I just keep hearing spirit just ringing and chiming on the other side that this was important for so many people listening to hear Mm -hmm. that it is okay for them to use their spiritual gifts. And I'm not going to dive deep into this, but there's so many reasons that people don't. I mean, one is as early as 50 years ago, you know, men could say that women were crazy and institute them, you know, know. said that you had these gifts. And so we're still working through the ancestral trauma of that, but other people don't know how to really bridge their own spiritual gifts with religion. And I've been studying and diving into a lot of the mystics that were, what is that word? Catonized as saints? Catonized, yes. Catonized as saints. And it is so fascinating because these mystics that are saints, 
all had spiritual gifts. I know. And they were using them. So it takes time for people to come to this understanding that while it might have benefited the church for the church to idolize, you know, these saints or different priests that had these gifts and say that everybody doesn't have it. We all do. We all do. I know. We all have gifts. We all have God-given gifts and we all have the right to be able to use them. I am going to preface this and say that I work with, you know, CEO and presidents who are healers, but they're working their own way within their companies. There are lawyers that I work with that are healers, but they're using it in their own way teachers and nurses and so many different people. I think that one thing that does scare people is when they are like, you're a healer and they think, okay, well, I have to quit my job and I have to go do this. We don't. We can find a way to use it within our daily life. Happy holidays, friends. If you are looking for the perfect gift for yourself or for a loved one, Check out our Go At Your Own Pace e-courses. There's the Manifestation e-course, High Vibration e-course, or the Angel Communication e-course where you get to learn more about your personal angels. There's also the group talk course, The Angel Reiki School, that's online and helps you to develop your spiritual gifts. Friends, you could also book a session or buy a gift card. Just purchase any one of these online, print your receipt, and wrap. Friends, from my family to yours, happy holidays. I do want to dive into your, did you have another story to tell? You know, I had one that I just had recently, and it's very short, but I will share that I've done two levels of Reiki training. I am Reiki level two now. I am just this Friday going to be taking my level three. So, yes, I know. So, and part of that, you know, it started in 2018 or 2019, 2020, March of 2020. And now I'm finally getting the third, the third class under my belt. And, um, but when I was at the attunement that you have for both levels for level two, I recall this happening where you, you know, you're sitting and your eyes are closed and your teacher, and I don't know what they're doing because your eyes are closed the whole time, but she's giving the, you the attunements. And I'm not going to try to explain that for all the listeners, but when she was doing it, I closed my eyes and I would, I could see this pink in my eyes, like almost if you had thick paint and it was sort of dripping down. It was pink. And it was dripping, and then it would be like purple and blue. And then at one point, she slapped my hand, and like it changed, and then it ran again. And I, the whole time, I am so distracted by what I'm seeing in my eyes. Like, is the light shining through the window, reflecting on something? And I kind of made note in my head where she was standing because she'd be behind me, then she'd be next to me. And like, is she going to block that light? Am I not? And I saw it. I saw it the whole time this is happening. So, of course, when we're done in the whole class, you know, she asked, and I explained this to her. And she said, you know, your guides are always there. 
you know, when I'm doing these attunements. And, but she said, yours stepped forward and said, thank you to me. They were sending you thanks, thanking you. And I'm like, wow, that is really, she goes, and that doesn't happen all the time. I know that they're there, they're acknowledging what is happening, but they aren't, they don't step forward and give a message. I'm like, well, that's, that's something I said, because when I had the attunement for level one, I didn't see anything like that. I never saw that before. So then I go, just recently, I had a dream. And in a dream, I'm in this living room. I don't think it's my living room, but it's a living room. There's this very elderly woman there. She's short. She's standing in front of me. She had either a a blanket like wrapped around her on her head, or it was some kind of heavy blanket shawl. She was so old, but like very strong because she held my hand at one point. And if I stood up, she probably came to my chest. Like she was a tiny little woman. I couldn't tell you her nationality. I'm not sure. I really am not. And she said to me in my dream, he says, no, she's talking. He says that you were an American Indian in another life, but you already know that. Okay. (laughs) So she sits on the couch. So I sat next to this woman and she grabbed my right hand, palm up, and she took her thumb and was rubbing it back and forth over my palm. And she was talking to me and she was saying things. And I don't remember everything she said because I looked down as she's rubbing my hand. And then she took her hand away and sat back with her eyes closed and she's still talking. And I looked down at my palm and I can see that pink running down my palm, like, like what I saw but I didn't realize it in the dream, what I saw when I had the attunement and I touched Mm -hmm. my hand, but there was like nothing there, Mm -hmm. but it was almost like there was a substance there. She went Mm -hmm. on to say some other things, something about a plane and somebody in the room that I couldn't see said, she knows, she says things and she knows what she's talking about. And she said something about this plane or he, he's telling her that, there was something wrong with the plane. Hmm. And then I, I woke up from this dream, but it was, I don't know what this is. And I guess I'm asking if you have any idea what this means. Okay. So this is how I describe it to my students in the angel Reiki school. Do you see color when you are getting Reiki or when you are performing Reiki on someone else? I can look at someone and see, I don't want to say smoke. It's not smoke. It's almost like heat or maybe it's like an auric field, but I don't always see color. I I can sometimes see color, but I see heat. And that's what I see. So I'll tell you exactly what that is. That's energy, right? And we can see energy in different ways. And a lot of people believe that if they were to see like an aura reader, right, that that aura reader looks at you with their eyes open and sees the different shades of colors like a rainbow around you. Might not be the same colors that the rainbow goes in, but they're going to see colors around you. 
When you go through an energy healing program, what can happen is that you start to see and perceive things differently. It's rewiring your brain. What you are seeing is two different things. One is energy moving in a different way. You're tapping into a different sixth sense that you haven't tapped into before and rewiring your brain in that way. When I see energy the way that you're talking about it, the way that I explain it to my students is when you're at you know, a barbecue over the summer and the grill's going, but the grill is closed and you look at the air directly yes. above the grill. And it's wavy, and you can Mm -hmm. tell that the air doesn't look exactly the same as when you're going through your everyday life. That is you perceiving energy differently, okay? I do believe that you do have the gift of seeing color, and you can develop it more within yourself. And there is a lot there. And unfortunately, I've got a session that I have to hop into here, so I can't go into it more, but... When you see color, a lot of times the way that you'll be able to tell is you do see it. You're in your attunement or in your sessions with different people, Mm -hmm. or if you are receiving energy healing, sometimes you see it as well. You do not have to see color with your eyes open. Learning to build that muscle is actually your eyes are closed and you're using your mind's eye, your imagination. So when I'm visual and I'm working with people who are visual, they might see a memory flashback to when they were younger or they might see the Walt Disney ears or they might see a banana or a blue jay. That spirit and how they're working through in their gifts. With somebody who sees color, the way that they're going to see it and perceive it initially is through the mind's eye, the imagination. So you might see when you're working on somebody, you get a flicker of green or you get a flicker of blue and you start to see these different colors. That's what your spirit team is saying is that you have the gift of seeing color and you can develop and hone that more. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So thank you, Mary, so, so much for being here with us today. I love working with you always. And if anybody is looking to build their own skills, I do offer the Angel Reiki School, which you can take online in 2021. Again, we'll have it in person as soon as we're clear and safe to travel again. But if you do want to take it online right now, you can. Thank you, Mary, again for spending this time with us. Thank you, Julie. It's been my pleasure again. Thank you. Yay. Yay. Have a great day. You too. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. 
Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them. Welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. 
I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now, friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination, your DNA strand. Now, the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. 
And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security, Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, We ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. 
I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals. And it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.